got a reading recommendation for everyone. I know you're already reading this book, but uh, Shay Serrano's book, Basketball <laughs> and Other Things. Nick, are you reading this? I am. It's fantastic. I just got to, I'm on the chapter where he goes over the most disrespectful dunks. Mm-hmm. And and any book that can work in the words dicker and dicky are it just I mean it's a must read. It's like it's like the book of basketball if you don't want to read 70 pages on Wilt Chamberlain versus Bill Russell. And yeah. if you're not into that, you hit that two notch. And you want it to be funny. And you want it to be funny. Yeah. Right. It's fantastic. Great book. Have you read the uh, Rapier book? Anyone read that? Mm-mm. No, but it also by Shea Serrano, correct? Yeah, that's excellent too. Similar to on my Christmas list. Yeah, it's really good. And there's a corresponding playlist on Spotify if you want to check that out. Got the retweet from old Shea. I saw that. And that you were in the studio. You had the you in had it all studio. decked out yeah. with Hornets gear and yeah. He, he retweeted you. Well, he also I, retweeted uh, someone that got the book, got Hugo to hold the book in the arena. He retweeted that as well. No way. Yeah. That's a good thing. I mean, I think that's why it's following so huge. He he like retweets literally everybody. That goes, <laughs> yeah. But it feels just as great. You're just like, all right. No, well, he's no, they, no. You have a great point. He's a he is a somewhat of a celebrity in the NBA community, but he is very down to earth, and the book reads that way. And I think that's why it's it's fun. Yeah. And he has an organic fan base. Like he, he had they the all base. they all are organic life forms. Yes, <laughs> he had the he had the base before. Like that's how yeah. he got on. You know, so that's that's pretty cool and a hard path to follow. But he did it. Uh, I'm loving this Buzz City Frazier mashup. Where did that come from? Oh, the uh, the image that I started with. That is amazing. Well, I made that in the Photoshop. I want to animate it. Props. I just haven't had time yet. Props to Doug. Thanks, what are you man. gonna are you gonna have like a little. Uh, yeah, because there's like a shooting. You star missed or my you missed my riff on the intro. I did. I missed that. I forget it now. Well, I'll go. I'll be sure to listen back to that. I'm a Dougaholic first yeah, and yeah. foremost. S- subscribe to the podcast, Steve, and we're, you can. We're gonna Shea Serrano, uh, Doug, over here and crack but, that crack that Lacroix open. I mean, that nasty. Ooh. Oh yeah, nasty soda water. Yeah. Is it soda? Is it water? It's neither. It's terrible. <laughs> what Lacroix? <boy. laughs> it's it's so refreshing though. <laughs> Oh man, I feel great. I feel great. This is like my can of spinach to Popeye. Is uh, how look. Yep. But does it give you muscles? That's a real question. No, it does not. Let's start this. You are locked on Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. In a minute, we live. We This is Locked On Hornets, your daily podcast on the Charlotte Hornets and the NBA. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Search your podcast app for Locked On to get podcasts on the NBA, the NFL, and fantasy sports. I'm Doug Branson, and I'm joined by the full panel. we gotta, we got to name this occurrence when we have the full panel here, because I have to my right, Steve Bob Forrest, he's back in studio. Welcome back, Steve. Back, back in action, baby. Where were you? 
Oh, I was been? I was on location. I was scouting. People have been asking about scouting you. in L.A. and New York They've for two weeks, misappropriating the uh, the funds that are coming in uh, to take an L.A. <laughs> trip and scout one team in the NBA. Great. Well, I'm glad you came back and brought your Lacroix. That's Ooh, nice. Yeah, you're, never on, leaves. You're, you're on brand. You're you're establishing your character, and I appreciate that. <sighs> Via the internet, I'm seeing her right now. We've got Calamity James Claire. What's going on? You know what? Ever since daylight savings, I feel like my internal clock is just completely screwed up. So I went and voted at like six thirty this morning. That's I literally that's cannot remember the last time I was up that early. That's incredible. Doing my, my dog will not leave me alone. Just will not <laughs> leave me alone. Dogs have no concept of time or sleep or anything. But it's, they know voter suppression. Knows my dog also voted vote. at six thirty. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, and I hear David there from the mean streets of Cotswold. David Walker. David, what's going on? I'm here as well, Doug, just talking dogs and voting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And from the capital city, Nicholas Denning. I just like that we all decided, had this internal clock that we said, you know what, Tuesday morning, we all need to come on the show. So this is it's well great. done, everybody. It's great. That's it's when the week really starts. It's right. Tuesdays. Basically. Right. Mondays are just nothing. Tuesday to Tuesday. What about see those lottery no. commercials? Tuesday. This is the how about how about uh, the starting five? Okay, I like it. We got the crew, and then what? What what do we got? Nada. We're missing Nada, so he's the sixth man. There you go. We got. He'll come in off the bench. He's injured right now. (laughs) Uh, Okay. We got the people in on the live chat. uh, YouTube.com forward slash locked on Hornets. If you want to watch us live in the morning. Double M15 says, what up, Ness? John Sander in as well. Daniel, I saw Shay retweet Steve Bob in the LOH set. He saw that. Uh, he retweeted Daniel, too. See, he just he, he's amongst the people. David says, what up, Ness? Hope all the Dougaholics are doing well today. I'm still not accepting that. Uh, Daniel, the new Key Lime LaCroix flavor is incredible. So you've got... Oh, my, oh my word. I, what's your, I have to what's try your that. view of the new... Oh, that's not... That's just regular lime. That's this not... Classic, classic lime. Okay. Classic lime. This show is brought to you by our good friends at Discovering CLT on Instagram. If you are watching us on YouTube, you see the little bug down there. Follow at Discovering CLT on Instagram. If you love the city of Charlotte, if you're away from the city and feeling homesick, or maybe you just wish you were in Buzz City, then listen up. Discovering CLT is featuring the best images of our fair city on Instagram at Discovering CLT. The Spectrum Center, the Firebird, Amelie's. It's the best way to discover and learn about all things Charlotte. I follow Discovering CLT to share my best photos of Hornets games, find out about other local events going on around the city, new restaurant openings. It's all there for me to discover at Discovering CLT on Instagram. Here's what I need you to do. It doesn't matter if you live in Charlotte. Just follow at Discovering CLT on Instagram. Tag at Discovering CLT in your awesome Charlotte Hornets Instagram photos and throw in the hashtag Buzzamaniacs. Show them what the Nest can do and you can have your photo featured on their Instagram page. So if you're if you go to Classic Night, maybe you get a picture of the classic jerseys, definitely want to hit up uh, at Discovering CLT uh, because I, I have a feeling something from that game, November 15th against the Cavaliers, something from that game is go- going to get featured because those classic jerseys are back it's going to have that early 90s feel. That's always a hit on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Hopefully they don't rip in half like like all the <laughs> other ones do. You got to talk to your boys at Nike, David. These are your guys. They never listen to me. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I talk to them all the time. They never return the favor. So I'll keep talking. Maybe they'll listen. 
Okay, it's Tuesday. That means it's time to go around the NBA in a little segment we call the Full Court Press. Presenting important news. Stop what you're doing and listen. I've got it right here in my hand. All the news you need from around the NBA. First, the top possible trade destinations for 76ers outcast Jaleel Okafor have been revealed. It's the Atlanta Hawks and the Chicago Bulls, the two Eastern Conference basement dwellers. David, we'll start with you. My question is this. What did Jaleel Okafor do in his life to deserve being traded to the Atlanta Hawks or the Chicago Bulls? It's quite obvious. He spent about six months on the Duke campus. That never helps anyone out. Um but but seriously though, I'm trying to decide the better landing spot if I was Jaleel. I think this may be surprising. I think I'd rather be in Atlanta. Idaho. Um, I don't the know. Moon. I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, we don't right have now. NBA teams, Doug. Oh, okay. Is the moon really out there? Is the earth really round? We don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's uh, he needs to go somewhere. Anywhere is better than where he is now. It's just not a good situation. So I'm pulling for him. Get out of there. I just uh, what deal did he have to make to get into the NBA? What what lord of the underworld did he have to? Oh, please? he was definitely cursed by a witch. That's crazy. I mean, I mean, Atlanta's playing okay now, but either of those teams—that's a—that's going to be a disaster for Jaleel Okafor. Well, I feel you, I feel bad for him. You did. Uh, you started by calling him an outcast, and so the clear answer is Atlanta. This is Atlanta? Yeah, right. you got to go to ATL if you're an outcast. Um, but, Although I will say this, Jaleel Okafor did uh, famously get caught on camera trying to get into a fight with Boston Celtics fans, so maybe he'd be a good fit in Chicago. I was going to bring up the Put rap. Up Dukes. The rap sheet as perhaps one of the things he did. Um, to deserve this, but you know, I don't believe in uh, karma, or maybe I do. Uh, but yeah, he's <laughs> he's just a, he's a, he's an old school guy. I mean, there's not. I, it's like, how do you use him? How do you use him? Where do you put him? I don't know, Nick. Uh, he wouldn't fit in Charlotte, would he? <laughs> uh, I asked the at the Hive crew this exact question, and most of them said no. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless your little Okafor was like willing to sit on the bench again, but then like get like probably, you know, get development and, you know, the staff saying, Hey, you know, sit here for a season, get better, go to Greensboro. You know, he wouldn't make the team better at this point. All right. Next up during Sunday night's game against the Atlanta Hawks, the Cavaliers head coach Tyron Lou was spitting more than knowledge. He was yelling out the play call to his team when a large ring fell out of his mouth. <laughs> There it is. Uh, very odd. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> hey, uh, let's so let's start with uh, Steve. What's the weirdest thing that's ever fallen out of your mouth? Oh, that was a curveball there. Um, <laughs> where, where else was I going to go with this one? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps anything basketball related. But um, weirdest thing that's ever popped out of my mouth was, uh, you know, uh, just some vomit probably. That's good. Not that weird. I once said that Danny Green was going to be the next Michael Jordan. That was my, uh, <laughs> that was a good take. There's still time. Yeah. yeah, he's still got some time. David, what's the weirdest thing that's ever fallen out of your mouth? I hate this question. It's so weird. Um, <laughs> that's how we run. A mouth guard? I don't know. I, oh, that's uh, strange. That's, 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 that's that is so strange. weird. Because yeah. it should be in there. It should be guarding the mouth. Yeah. Can anyone yeah. beat vomit or mouth guard? I probably can. What's um, the weirdest <laughs> thing that's fallen out of your mouth, Claire? <laughs> so I got my wisdom teeth removed, and uh, technically I wasn't supposed to go back to track practice or whatever it was at the time. And I developed like a blood blister on like my mm. 
stitches. And so all of a sudden, one day I was just spitting blood in the middle of practice. Woo. Just, all right. But still at <laughs> practice. You hear that? Playing mm-hmm. like a champion. <laughs> always, always in the gym or always. the track. Yep. Nick, do you have anything or should we move on from this very <laughs> weird question? I think we just lost Nick. All right, he well, was he was so out. He was on like, this "I'm question. out. Can't do this anymore." Yeah. No, thank you. All Don't right. even try it. <laughs> Rookies Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma are not the only stories out in La La Land. Brooke Lopez is knocking down three pointers and playing very well right now. He's ten of fifteen from beyond the arc over his last two games. Lonzo was asked about what's fueling Lopez's great start to the season, and here's what he said. I don't know, man. He'd be watching Disney Channel all the time. Maybe his favorite his favorite shows might have been coming on. I don't know. Disney Channel. <laughs> don't the knock fuel for Brooke Lopez. Those kooky Lopez brothers getting into fights with mascots, watching Disney Channel. Yep. Well, uh, what show? What show or channel fuels you, Steve? Well, first let me just say I I did uh, just come back from L.A. Uh, I was out there for seven Lost, days. That stands for Los Angeles. Lost Angels. Uh, and so I can speak to this a little bit um, that, you know, that I was in LA. I just wanted to really just point that out, that I was there, not here. But okay. to answer your question. Wow. Uh, uh, good for you. To answer your yeah. question, uh, pass, pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David, what show or channel would fuel you? Uh, fuel. Fuel TV, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm a gearhead. I love cars and oil and stuff. Just so uh, that's rubbing just who is I am. racing. That's right, man. Fuel all the time. Claire, what channel or show would fuel you? It can't be anything like too intricate because whenever I get into like a storyline or something, like I continue to think about it. So I couldn't watch something that was too serious, like right before a game. So it has to be either something I've seen a million times, like 30 Rock or something, or like a YouTube compilation of people falling. Okay, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with this is not a show. Well, it is a show. It used to be a show, but the Cheers theme song gets me rowdy. <laughs> I'm serious. I love the Cheers theme song, making your way in the world yeah, today. I like it too. I'm fi- I, not a, a, I don't think it's or, played or, in the locker room. Um, or yeah. Greatest American Hero. Yeah, that's Believe that's it another, or not, I just I just one. I just scream that randomly. No, at a Hornets game recently, they were doing like a trivia bit before the game, and they played the Cheers theme song. And I ran down to the court and I shot a three pointer. That's a true story. Made it. Wow. So did you get arrested? Or Immedi- like, were you immediately, immediately. Did everyone know your name? Yeah. Well, no, but they knew my shot. They knew my shot for me. There you go. It's clean. Hey, Nick's back. <laughs> All right. Nick. Yeah. Nick, who's your favorite cast member on Cheers? I don't know. We're talking about this for some reason. <laughs> the the bartender. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I like the the bar. I like the beer. Yeah. yeah. Hornets are still on the road, guys. They're going to play the Knicks tonight at 7.30. The Knicks playing good basketball, beating a lot of expectations for the post-Mellow era. We'll get to the Knicks in a moment, but let's start with the Hornets. They're coming off a demoralizing loss in Minnesota, a loss that had Coach Clifford extremely frustrated. They're in the middle of their first big road test, and right now they are 0-2. How do they get back to being competitive tonight in New York, David? I think they're going to need some help from some of those bench guys. Frank, over his last five games, has sunk back to some of his performances from last year. When they were winning, he was doing much better, scoring with a much more efficient average. So I think they're going to need some help because Kemba usually does play well in New York. He's had a bit of a a bad stretch as well. Look for him to bounce back. I mean, that was the formula, really, when they were doing well out of the gate here. It was Kemba, 
and Dwight playing their roles and then uh, consistent support from Lamb and guys like Kaminsky. So I think they're going to need that to get some wins on the road here. Claire, what's the opportunity for the Hornets here uh, going to New York? Um, I think they have an opportunity to redeem themselves, to be honest with you. Cliff called them out and said that, hey, I think we kind of gave up a little bit once we started falling too far behind. Um, And so, you know, they really have to come back and show that that's not always going to be the case. And, you know, we can have more games like we had against Memphis than we did against, you know, the last two, really. Daniel on the chat saying Malik Monk will torch the team. He wanted to draft him. Nick, this oh. is the first opportunity for Monk who couldn't he couldn't tell enough people. I mean, he was he was gathering press conferences to to lament uh, New York not drafting him. Do you see a big game from Monk tonight? Uh, it's possible. Um, <laughs> I really don't know what to expect from him at this point. Uh, so, no, I mean, it'd be nice if he get a few more shots than he's been making. I really liked his passing the other night. Um, that was kind of a, a story that went under the, you know, got swept under the rug, I guess, because of the loss. But, um, yeah, it'd be cool if he, if he had a nice quarter there, maybe in the second or fourth, um, just to give this team some life. Um, I do think a key in this is like David said, a little bit better play from Frank, um, and hopefully a bounce back game from Kemba. Cause I think the team kind of rides through him when he's playing well. And you could see a little rookie on rookie action in this one with Malik Monk going up against Frank Milakina and Frank's length uh, on defense. Could yeah. that affect Malik Monk's ability? Do they deploy that against Malik Monk? Or do you see more of Michael Carter Williams? That's another storyline, dude. Got eight minutes against Minnesota. Uh, does he get a little bit more time? Uh, Steve, what will you be watching for from the Hornets in this game? Yeah, I was going to bring up the the Monk point. I'm mean, very yeah. interested in that. I didn't think of it till till just this morning, but yeah, that's, I mean, he made a big deal about it. And, uh, you know, Kemba does play great in MSG all the time, like going back to college days, high school, actually. And uh, so that's always fun to see. But the funny thing is, like, I'd be really excited. This is the first, like, when's the last time beating the Knicks would have been, like, a big deal? Like, it feels like it right now. They're actually playing amazing. Playing good basketball, yeah. And Porzingis is just, like, he's, I mean, Porzingis is, like. Unstoppable. Yeah, he's just amazing. I I call him, like, a a poor man's Frank Kaminsky. He's just incredible. (laughs) Yeah. He's, I, he's, you know, he's play, he's like a mythical creature. So I, I've been calling him unicorn. Oh, did that? We got to trend that. Get that. Just, trending. yeah. Hashtag that. Make sure that people know about this. Now, 40 points the other night, uh, since Melo's departure, he seems to exist. It's weird. He's, he's both like the Nick's spiritual leader, but there are all these comments coming from his brother, strangely enough. And, you know, he, he skips like a bunch of pre uh, season workouts. So it's like, does he really want to be there? But then he comes out and says, you know, things like, uh, the, the New York has their grit back, you know, the team playing like a New York team. So he's 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 sort of fence riding. But look, as long as he's scoring 40 points for the Knicks, uh, you know, fans are going to be happy and also, with that. Winning cures a lot of ales, though. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, if the, if the Knicks play well, I, I don't see him going anywhere. No, that's a good point, Claire. Right. I look forward to uh, the calls for Courtney Lee to come back to Charlotte tonight. I'm sure he'll have some big play. Uh, he'll grab a rebound, and they have, there will be some lamenting that he is no longer uh, in Charlotte. That's it's it's it never fails. That's he'll well, and, and with with uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist continuing to miss time with uh, a personal matter, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there will be uh, some some uh, stuff on Twitter about that. I'm going to look at free throws. To be perfectly honest with you, 11 of 21 uh, from the line against Minnesota. 
threw away 10 points there and didn't really get to the line until the second half. They struggled to get to the line in the first half, and that's something that the Hornets need to do to be successful. And it wasn't Dwight Howard's fault. He was one of two from the line in this one. Uh, The New York Knicks are 19th in the league in personal fouls, so they will certainly have an opportunity to get to the line. And and I thought it was a reflection, them missing free throws, I thought it was a reflection of where they were mentally in that game against Minnesota. And to me, that's the big key for the Hornets. They've got to find... They've got to they've got to get in a better place mentally, especially on the defensive end. Getting back in transition, I think that's going to be key for the Hornets against uh, the Knicks, who who do love to to get up and down because this new offense, this new Hornacek offense, it's not the triangle anymore. It's a high tempo and a varied offense. They vary it equally between transition, post ups, spot ups, and pick and roll ball handler. They are sixth in the league in transition offense. They are fourth in post-up offense, a lot of that having to do with, of course, Kristaps Porzingis. But they are 29th in spot-ups and 26th in pick-and-roll ball handler. So they're, the, this team is young, they're trying to figure each other out, and they're trying to figure out this new offense. So they're taking to the free-flowing, high-tempo part of the offense, but they're struggling with some of the stuff that takes a little bit of getting used to and understanding each other. Uh, so they're going to make a lot of mistakes. The Hornets have to take advantage of those, make sure they're scoring off of those turnovers and not making mistakes on their own. Th- those are my keys to the game. So just to clear that up, Courtney Lee will be the biggest factor in the game. Yeah, yeah okay, totally. Yeah, no, yeah, obviously, he's going to be the biggest star in this game. Hey, can, let's give a quick shout out to, who's that, Richard Richard Kingston? Did I read that correctly? Yeah, Rich. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a uh, figure here on the show. International. I didn't yeah. know. London. What? And we've got um, uh, we've got someone from Scotland that comes Ooh, on the show. Wee. Yeah, all right. Hit the live chat, youtube.com forward slash locked on hornets. Let's go back to the live chat since you mentioned it. We have a few people chiming in on the weirdest things that have ever fallen out of their mouths. They're playing oh along. Double M fifteen says teeth came out of his mouth after hitting a wall. That's that'll happen. Yeah. I like you know what so I have a, like a I, I lost <laughs> this is a fun fact about me I lost my front teeth my as a kid oh that's and a so f- I have like a bridge have a recurring dream where that comes out oh, that's it fun is, that is a fun fact Ooh. it is a frightening dream um, we've got Walker here saying Jameis had a W fall out of his mouth this weekend. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That was the most bizarre video or like pump up speech I think I've oh ever my, seen. I can't because think I think of cheers, a. I think the Cheers intro song would be better. Pump yeah, up totally. <laughs> I can't think of a weirder thing to do during a pump up speech. That guy's just remember. I mean, the it's, big controversy in college, the you know that one that he was shouting at the crowd. Um, you can look it up, but okay. he's just it's like, good. he has the worst that. ideas to shout at. <laughs> Listen, there, there are, and I feel the same way about Cam Newton. There, there are people that when, when the heat is on in the heat of battle, when that happens, they're great leaders. But when things start to cool down and they have to say something, it's, I had a boss like this, when they had to say something inspirational, when they had to motivate the team in a quiet moment or, or not even in a quiet moment, I mean, they, he was trying to pump up the team before the game, but when the, when the spotlight was on him and he had to say something, just words fumbled out of his mouth and just couldn't put a sentence together. And it's just so odd to me that you can be an incredible leader, you know, physically and, and then stumble so badly with putting a sentence together. And 
Yep. And that's, you know, just a metaphor for our country right now. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. For Go out and vote today, guys. Vote. It's voting. How about we? Yeah, I have my sticker. Hey. There, we go. there you go. Proof. Uh, between Kristaps and Giannis, the future of the Eastern Conference is now. You can throw Ben Simmons into that conversation as well. And I think it's so funny, guys, because we were talking just a season ago about how the Eastern Conference was dominated by point guards. You had six point guards in the All-Star game, and oh, how quickly things have changed. Now the Eastern Conference is all about big men. And you've got Kimba Walker as the second best point guard in the league by PER and other standards. It's like Kyrie and Kimba. Well, I mean, I think Why? right now. Wait, least, was that a was that a disagreement? I, I don't know. Was that you, Nick? <laughs> it was, but uh, Claire, you go ahead. <laughs> no, no, Claire, do not go ahead. I would like to hear Nick's. You can't just like. Eh. What is your opinion? We're, we're ten games into the season. Okay. You're saying that Ky- that Kemba is the second best point guard in the NBA at this moment. Oh, no, not in the NBA, in the Eastern Conference. Did I say hey, NBA? If, if, okay. if a playoff started oh, today, they'd be in. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap your head around I'm that. Sorry, what right. are the playoffs, though, David? Like, do, How do we know they're real? Have you seen a real picture of them? Are they even playing? So not, not, not a complete one, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you've seen a fragment of, of a reflection of a picture. And apparently the Knicks might be involved in that too. So yeah, yeah Knicks, we really don't know if it's real. Currently ahead of us in that, which is, yeah, I mean, down is up, up is down. Unicorns are in the NBA. Uh, that is incredible to me though, that both Giannis and Kristaps are, are playing at that level. Like they both just made another leap. They're both that weird, just how many, where did this come from? Where did these guys come from? How do we get one? How do we get an well, eight-foot inflatable Steve, tube, man? When a man loves a woman. No, that's not how it happens, man, because there's lots of people made that's not all how the time. Are born. <laughs> people get made all the time, okay? Yeah. That's just a Why fact. Why aren't any of us inflatable tube men right now? Yes. I mean, all right, I'm going to get us back on track here. So back to my point. Back to cheers. I meant that I, I, I said NBA. I meant Eastern Conference. Kimball Walker, second in PER in the Eastern Conference among point guards, uh, only Kyrie ahead of him. Uh, but, I, but I think it's odd that, that it's turned around so quickly where now the Eastern Conference flooded with a, a glut of big men. And, and Giannis making the leap. Kristaps looks like he's making the leap. And now, but it's a different kind of big man, right? It's not the, it's not your Well, Giannis plays the point too, right? And so does LeBron. So, so like, is Ben Simmons, who is technically yeah, so a power Yeah, so is Ben forward. Simmons. I got to say, my, my favorite thing though, uh, as, as, a, as a point guard uh, myself, not a New York City point guard, but you know, North Carolina point guard, mm-hmm. the passing, like Dowd passing. Y point guard. Passing, Dowd Y, baby. The the passing is back. Like passing is the new dunk. I think uh, this year, like the passing highlights are unreal. Simmons is insane with it. Um, I, I'm just loving all these like just sharing the ball highlights. There's a, you'll see all, all these teams are the Celtics are really uh, big on it, obviously, but they'll just swing the ball around for the whole shot clock until somebody gets an open shot. And uh, the game, I mean, it's just fascinating how much the game's changed the last few years. I mean, right now we are playing basically positionless NBA um, where you have someone like Kevin Durant who's going to be tall and he can be a shooting guard if he needs to. Chris Stapps Porzingis, you know, he can handle the ball if he needs to as well. He's a 7'3 inflatable tube man, as you said. Um, you know, even uh, – all right, hold on. I'm going to I'm gonna butcher this name. But Frank Nidaling- 
Nilakina. <laughs> anyway, um, I wasn't. He, I wasn't going to throw her an inflatable tube. I wasn't going to throw a life raft. I wanted to see what happened. Yeah, it's Frank. It's Frank Nilakina. I can't even read. Frankie nicotine. Um, but yeah, okay. So he's a. Uh, but he's six five with a seven foot wingspan. I mean, like we're going to see more and more people like that that are essentially like, like I said, like positionless NBA and ha- players, and you're going to start to see. I, well, I think we've already started to see positions like the centers start to kind of be weaned out of the game. Well, or or transition into point guards like Dwight Howard, who's gone <laughs> coast to coast a couple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, but but in a couple of games, he's almost had the ball taken away from him at the half court line. Just like, give me the ball. Let's we got to get into the offense. Come on, <laughs> the fact that he has it there is uh, troubling. You know what? You know what bugs me. You know what's bugging Doug? Ooh. Uh-oh. You ready for this? Yeah. It's it has something to do with this game. It has something to do with old Frankie Nicotine, Frank Nilakina. They, they say like he's only 19 years old, right? They're going to be saying that about Frank Nilakina until he's 25. Well, he's only 25 years old, and he'll he'll have been in the league for six. They do this with Michael Kidd Gilchrist, who also came into the league at 19 years old. They say, well, he's only he's only 24 years old. It's like who cares how like how long has he been in the league? Like that's all I need to know. What is age? What you know? I'm just you know. They're numbers. It doesn't matter how old you are. Is 25 bigger than 33. How do you know? It's how old you feel. <laughs> it's how old you feel. Um, it I, just bugs me because people do that. You're ten year veteran in the league. Well, no, you know he's only 26 years old. Well, who cares? Yeah, and the best players in the league are 20 and 21. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, that's a good. I think point. Steve. I think Steve Bob has just gone into this existential crisis ever since he's returned from La La Land over there. Mm, Get your mm. head out of the clouds. Right. Uh, back just, on the you're back on the East Coast. I'm just a dreamer. This one's yeah. for the dreamers. California dreamer. Hey, the New York Knicks are great at protecting the rim. Don't know if you guys knew this. They're 24th in frequency in terms of keeping teams away from the rim. So teams are going at the Knicks at the rim, according to Clean the Glass, but they are first in field goal percentage allowed. And that's because not only because of Kristaps, who's averaging he's Eastern Conference Player of the Week, by the way. He had three point three blocks per game this past week. But it's not only him. Kylo Quinn, another tough guy inside, another physical body that's gonna go at guys like Cody Zeller. I, I'm looking this is like the total basketball nerd thing, but I'm actually looking forward to Zeller versus Quinn. It's gonna be an interesting <laughs> battle of like brute versus Speed. Why, why didn't we lead the show with that? I don't know. Your, your Kylo Ren takes. Kylo, Kylo Quinn. <laughs> eh, whatever. They're related. Um, <laughs> and uh, but they're they're good at protecting the rim. So the Hornets, they th- hopefully they're going to drive and kick, and not just try to drive at the trees and and end up turning the ball over. I mean, the Knicks did start off zero and three. I mean, they've been four and two since. But I mean, you know, they are capable of making mistakes and big mistakes as well. I mean, this is still the Knicks. I mean, yeah, they might be on a few game hot streak right now, but they're still, they're still the Knicks. Nick, who are you looking at in this game? Ennis Cantor. Yes. Yes. You that, can't forget about him. You can't forget about him. <laughs> That's better than what I said. Um, yeah, no, cause you know, he's, he kind of came, he came in the mellow trade, um, you know, he was the best, the biggest piece from that. Um, you talk about kind of rim protection, you know, he's, he's going to, I know, um, Kyle Quinn's obviously, you know, plays that role fairly well, but Cantor's obviously the center. He's getting a lot of minutes. Um, you know, it's, a, 
um, it's a new look for them. They just, you know, he, he's kind of a better piece at center than they've had in, in a little bit of you know, since, in some time. So um interested to see how him and Dwight go at it because both of them are kind of characters, you know, in their own respect. So, um, Wait. Nick, did you just imply that Ennis Cantor is better than Mella? No, not at all. Not at all. I said <laughs> better at he's okay at the center position. He's <laughs> like, Wait, we no, could make I'm, that I'm, argument. I'm a huge Mellow fan. I I, I was, could not understand the, the the slander he was getting this summer. I know you know he hasn't played meaningful basketball in a while, but no, no. Cantor was yeah. They haven't had a center like that since like Tyson Chandler was actually good. Mm-hmm. So. And he's playing. The thing about Cantor, he's always been knocked for his defense, but he's playing good defense, and he's also helping the Knicks uh, be a better defensive rebounding team. For the past couple of seasons, the Knicks have been very good at offensive rebounding, but have been absolutely horrific on the defensive boards. They couldn't prevent teams from getting offensive rebounds. Cantor has solved a lot of those issues for the Knicks. So this this could be one of those games that's won on the boards. So yeah, definitely going to be looking at uh, Hoodie Cantor. Be checking him out for sure. <laughs> Big Freddie um, Mercury. Okay. <laughs> any final any final thoughts on things falling out of your mouth on uh, Cam Newton on uh, Enos Cantor versus Mello? David, you got anything to say before we get out of here? I would just look for Kimba to be aggressive tonight. You know, he's only shot seven free throws over the last two games. Um, only got to the line once, I think, against Minnesota. And that was a big key for him getting uh, started early on. So especially in Madison Square Garden being aggressive. But I think it's going to come down to Clifford getting into these guys after that Minnesota game. I mean, that was not a Steve Clifford uh, defensive performance. They've tended to bounce back pretty well when he's you know shown them teachable moments. So I look them to come out and be a little more locked in. I mean, if they're not, they don't stand a chance because uh, Porzingis will go off on them. But um, I, I think they need to get this win because they got Boston coming up, and they did, they don't want to go over on this on this road trip. So I think this will be a big one for them. Walker on the chat saying, "Would you expect Cody to see minutes guarding Porzingis?" I, I think so. I think it's all hands on deck with Porzingis. So, you know, Marvin. Marvin, I think, you think Marvin will start on him? Marvin will start on him. Yes, I think uh, they, they're going to put Dwight Howard on Cantor to start with. And that's going to help the Hornets rebounding, and it will also allow uh, it'll allow Marvin to step out and guard uh, Porzingis on the three point line, and also in transition as well, where he's very dangerous. So yeah, Marvin it's first. Tough, it's a tough cover. But look, Porzingis is going to play a ton of tough minutes. Tough game for us to miss MKG for sure. I mean, like, this yeah. would be he would obviously yeah. be on him. And we should get updates on MKG's status for Boston uh, after this game. Maybe tomorrow, early tomorrow, they'll have a status on MKG for Friday's game against, uh, or excuse me, they'll have an update on Wednesday for Friday's game against uh, the Boston Celtics. Would you see any Travion Graham on him? That'd be a tough cover for Travion, <laughs> I think. That, and he's, well, listen, both Marvin and Travion have had to guard uh, some extremely tough matchups over the past couple of weeks. And sometimes it's gone well, and sometimes it hasn't. It didn't go so well in Minnesota. So uh, the Hornets looking for a bounce back game in New York tonight. Tip off at 7.30 p.m. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets for live tweets. We're out of time. Thanks so much for listening or watching us here on Locked On Hornets. Thanks to our sponsor at Discovering CLT on Instagram. Give them a follow and tag them in your next Queen City beautiful photograph on Instagram. Shoot us your Hornets questions and thoughts to buzzbuzz at LockedOnHornets.com. We're back again tomorrow with a recap of this game. For the panel, David, Claire, Nick, Steve, I'm Doug. Go Hornets. Go America. Beat the Knicks. Let's swarm Charlotte.